Hey, you. Welcome to Bonehead. James. Me? I was already here. Hey, James. Yeah. You got to give, you got to help me out. Now, what are we doing tonight? Explain okay. it in detail. Okay. Well, hold so on. We... Explain it in not your detail. Where we're going, we don't need roads. No. Okay. So here, here's actually what we're going to do. Although, by the way, did you just get out of the shower? I did. My steam. Huh. You smell lemon leaf, lemon leaf. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I should he, smell like old What spice. it is, is this is online and he's just smelling where he pledged his table. <laughs> I pledged the pledge to this table. <laughs> um, now, so what we're going to do this week, I don't know if you've ever heard of this gentleman, but sometimes when the show has some success, they want to continue that success after the show and they do what's called where we a do spin-off. a bonehead spinoff. Yeah, they do a spinoff. And and so in honor of that, I thought we should talk about spinoffs, but we shouldn't just talk about spinoffs. We've done stuff like that before. We should actually, and I'll take this role on, we should pitch the worst possible spinoffs ever. So we're going to take existing shows. Maybe they had a really great episode that could have been a spinoff, spin, you know, been spun off into something. To be Maybe they have an entire uh, character. So we're only doing TV. Well, no, we can do films too. And most of mine are centered around TV because I thought about it. You, you he can't about, afford film. If you think about the classic spinoffs, I mean, you don't get the Jeffersons without all in the family. Sheriff Lobo. Uh, yeah, I mean, all the great spinoffs that we, we have out there. Fish, fish. Um, I'm dying on this Lobo Hill. Hawk, Hawk spun off from Spencer for Hire with Avery Brooks. Yeah. And that should um, have gone longer than it, it did. should have. It should actually, matter of fact, I mean, I don't want to lose him in Cisco, but if it could have ran right up until that Deep Space Nine casting call. That exactly. Been, I'm being, I'm, I'm going to ask a serious question. I've only ever met one person in my life who was a huge fan of Hawk. Seriously? Yes, because you live in, you're a shut-in. You guys are huge fans of Hawk? Hell yes. I've never seen an episode. I just don't know. Did I miss something? I mean, yeah, you miss Hawk. <laughs> How many seasons was it on? Ooh, Spencer uh, for Hire was, was it? Well, I'm talking about Hawk. Hawk, uh, I think it ran one season. Oh. I think. Is that right, Chad? You want to check I, I am going to verify. The thing okay. is, it's no fish then. No, but, you know, once again, uh, the, but so we know of all these spinoffs that came out, and some of them are really great. I mean, a family guy gave us the Cleveland show. Um, <laughs> for right, a anyway. second, I was like, a family guy gave us Maud. Uh, well, I mean, actually, that's another one that spun off of All in the Family. So, what great spinoffs of, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Maud is, is now uh, you're going to tell me the Jeffersons had something to do with it. Yeah, Maud is a spinoff of, by the way, uh, now Perfect Strangers spun off Family Matters, which gave a us a man awful. called Hawk lasted 13 episodes. Yeah, one season, basically. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, they were 13 great episodes. Okay, there were 12 great episodes in one. All right. Watch it and figure out which one I'm talking Give about. Give me the <laughs> plot of two. Hawk it has to use his... Uh, Later. His, <laughs> not his not for the audience. No, no. Hawk has to use his enforcement skills to solve crimes. There, I've summed it up, Joe. It sounds, like the it sounds like the... Uh, I almost said the enforcer. What's it called again? Uh, the show you watch with the Denzel. equalizer. There you go, that one. Uh, well, no, now, now in the modern equalizer, she she solves problems with wit and uh, 
brute force when needed. Hmm. Anyway, Hawk is you handle you? staff meetings. Well, I, mean, I don't have I don't have staff meetings anymore. I don't have to worry about that stuff. Oh, oh I'm sorry, faculty meetings. J- Chad, sorry. Hawk is hired to protect a deaf university student and his roommate who witnessed a murder. Uh oh. Something along those lines. Do you hear While anything? <laughs> While he is tracking down the source of heroin laced with strychnine, Hawk is repeatedly disrupted by a dog reporter. <laughs> See? Think about that, Joe. Think about if you were in your office. It's somebody your dressed job. up as Crab Dog McGruff. <laughs> it's an actual damn dog. You're gonna. Uh, you're gonna. I, I just got a, one more question for you. <laughs> Acting like Columbo. You're gonna notice a trend. Hawk is hired to protect a Haitian historian from someone he believes is trying to use voodoo to learn of a secret. <laughs> what? Uh, it's the voodoo oh. that you do so, so, so well. well. But as you can tell, obviously, great spinoffs happen. We're here to talk about spinoffs that probably should never happen. However, yes. if when this episode comes out, yes. there's a huge cry at, uh, outcry. Is he just and freezing on me or you too? Creators or maybe share this, uh, share this with famous people. Um, you know, and maybe they want to produce it, and maybe they want to bring us on as consultants. Maybe we can do that. Yeah, I, I, you know, we work cheap yeah yeah and, and literally now some of this uh, like i said we're doing what we think would be terrible spinoffs but maybe you hear it and think no that's not terrible that's great well all you have to do bring us in the consult pay us a little bit of money let us wander around the set and touch things for a couple days that's all we need folks sugar-free kool-aid and diet coke yeah yeah i mean and and, and brown m ms i mean if i see a green one i'll burn the set down but i mean we'll burn the whole damn thing and it better come in a brandy glass yeah yeah it better be you know literally if these sons of bitches aren't (laughs) reading my riders i'm burning it down my diet coke is more than 62 degrees but colder than 32 because it's freezing i don't want it frozen i can't drink it frozen anyway i will it's over it's the one thing trump and i have in common well he had the diet coke button i just want one yeah don't you have one aren't you married hi oh i just got canceled i'm terrible that was terrible and also i know it's not true because your wife will hit you no i have a dishwasher joke i'll tell you later uh i think we're all canceled now that's all terrible that's not true we respect our wives i mean not each other's wives no we respect each other's others wives yeah what we're saying is it's really swapping yeah yeah or is a Coraline issue where we have other wives that are in another dimension that have button eyes yeah well, they'd have to have button eyes to want to be with us hi oh all right anyway, so do you all want me to pitch my first spinoff i, I want you I'm to ready. pitch so many tents so gentlemen i know what you're thinking is he talking to us chad hey you guys gentlemen hey you guys hold on let I, me pick my nose a little bit for you folks oh, that's gonna bleed chad for you that's folks a listening, he literally went knuckle deep and when i do this that's not me farting it's the chair yeah sure it is it's, sure whatever i assure you for it those would of be you louder that are listening that. the chair's not moving <laughs> anyway well that's um, because it's broken down from the weight anyway just physics we know that probably one of the most celebrated shows and eventually we'll do an episode about it but one of the most celebrated shows of the past what 10 12 years has been breaking bad never heard of it uh and if you've not heard of breaking bad science teacher ends up cooking meth 
And it got a spinoff, Better Call Saul, which is actually a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. But I have the pitch that we need. And a sequel movie. I finally watched uh, yeah, El, Camino El Camino the other day. El Camino. So obviously, it they're willing to look at doing follow-ups. Yeah. Now, I have what could be the most hard-hitting follow-up to Breaking Bad ever. Oh. That could actually impact radical change make people look at the system as we understand it and really 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 take this apart so let me pitch this as i would have put on my shades i'm ready to go as i would in an actual pitch meeting here we go so breaking bad season two has one of the most compelling episodes where you actually get to see jesse's character come to life and really see what he's all about and i'm referring to of course the episode peekaboo now in Peekaboo, I see you. Jesse befriends a little boy that's being raised by meth heads. Yeah, and and at throughout the episode, he's he's almost nonverbal. He's not been educated. His parents are meth heads, and he has all these issues. But he teaches him how to play Peekaboo. And spoiler, but at one point, the the his mother, um, who is uh, the the gentleman's name is Spooge, and his um, woman. Uh, they get in a fight. He's trying to break into an ATM. Sure enough, she makes the ATM falls, crushes Spooge's head, and Jesse realizes this is completely out of control, grabs the kid, tells him to play peekaboo and keep his eyes closed, goes outside, calls the cops, leaves the kid, tells him to skip that. So far, this is a laugh, right? (laughs) Oh, this isn't meant to be funny. I literally think this would be the pitch that could actually do. So here's what happens. This is a very special Breaking Bad. We know that he leaves him, and they calls Jesse leaves him, calls the cop. Obviously, Jesse can't be there because he doesn't want to be caught because, you know, met. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, we never find out what happened to Spooge's son. Here's my pitch. The show is son called of Spooge. Spooge. Spooge is the guy's name. No, I know. Son it's, of Spooge. Son of never, Spooge. Yeah. No, was that, no, no. The show is called Making Sad. And what this show was about, so Spooge is found by the police. He's put into child services. He's bounced around from foster home to foster home. And we follow him as he goes through this terrible situation where the courts don't know what to do with him. He's obviously learning delayed. There's all this stuff going on. And it shows, it highlights the challenges of our foster care system and all this stuff. Hold on real quick. Can we please call it son of Spooge? We can literally, with the letters that come out like Breaking Bad, it'll be Son of Spooge only. It's SOS. Someone's got to save Son of Spooge. Well, the reason I thought making sad is we can t- have a little wordplay here. The, the courts will name him something like, you know, I just want I you know, to Steve admit, Allen I just want you to admit that when you were putting this together, not once did Son of Spooge come in your head and me and Joe got it right off the bat. Just admit that. <laughs> No, it's actually it's he's he's referred to as son of Spooge in the in the script. <laughs> I can't read that shit. Okay. You, why yeah. did you why did you keep putting your finger um, on it? So anyway, so and, and so it's almost a dis, it's a Dickensian tale. O.S. It's a Dickensian tale Spooge. in the land of meth. So it's you know he's an orphan. There's all this stuff going on. He's a product of the system. But what are they going to do with him? He gets bounced around from school to school, home to home. So you never, all you have to do is pay one cast member consistently. It's going to be a cheaper show to make because you get some kid to play Spooge. That's, or son of Spooge. That's not an issue. And then you literally, you somebody can find Spooge more, anywhere, Chad. 
you ask somebody asked for more money guess it's what? like you could just matter. make it yourself all of a sudden the courts have to just remove them from you know re restrict them from seeing son of spooge and there you go so making sad be a great show to examine the challenges of our child care system the state court system all that stuff if you've ever seen anybody go through foster care systems adoption systems they are th this is literally a show that could actually have some social impact but also spin off from Breaking Bad as we follow the son of Spooge. All right, Chad asked you a really good question earlier. Now, I, far be it for me to give props to Chad, but now where's the humor? It's not meant to be. Breaking Bad's not funny. You're Breaking Bad is hilarious sometimes. Sometimes, well, it's going to be funny sometimes. Maybe sometimes, <laughs> you know, the son of Spooge gets uh, adopted by a sex ring. I don't know. It could be hilarious. <laughs> work on it the point being it's little orphan annie for the breaking bad that's right set. here's a sex square <laughs> this i'm just saying this is little orphan annie for the, the breaking little bad orphan set. annie for the sex ring crowd this is my pitch huh if making sad gets picked up y'all are going to be sorry for picking on me <laughs> and i'm going to sit there and be like they didn't understand my vision you know what yeah you, the whole gestalt you know why we'll be sad because I'm not gonna do any, I'm not gonna do any interviews on this show. <laughs> well, that'll be one. That'll be one. The second one is just doing that show. It's not it's not about you, it's really about the money. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you get paid, that's what will make us sad. And you're like, they used to talk to me, and you blow your nose in a wad of hundreds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I used to have the warmth of human companionship. I used now, to James Thomas. Money. James Thomas leans down with a thousand dollar bill doing rails of coke. <laughs> <laughs> I just they don't know believe, why they don't talk to me anymore. They didn't believe in my making sense. Because I'm not doing the shit show either. <laughs> Weren't you on that show? Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't want to be. <laughs> I wanted to pitch making sad earlier, but they held me back. They held me back. I could have been somebody. I could only do cocaine to be able to speak my truth. Seriously, making sad doesn't making have to be sad. funny. It is not. I literally, I was going to do an honest spinoff. That would be a terrible spinoff, but it could be a commentary on several systems out there. You're right, Chad. It's not funny, but it would be a terrible spinoff. <laughs> I, I mean, when you watch week after week as this poor kid goes through the system, I, no, it'd be very depressing. I'm actually. I'm trying to hoping, out where the, that's why hoping, it's called making sad. Hoping, hope after hope that the next week takes him to his forever home. Oh, and then you'll have, you know, you'll have episodes where if we can get the actress that played his mother to come back and try to sue for custody. Oh, the delights. That'll be sweet week. How far have you made it to Breaking Bad? I'm two episodes till the end. So oh, you know wow. what happens to Kristen Ritter? Yeah. Well, yeah. can she be a ghost who talks oh, to Spooge? Yeah, like he tries to give him advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only it's real really shitty advice. Him, uh, it's, it's hard to give her, for her to give advice because every time she tries to speak to him, though, that vomit comes out of her mouth. <laughs> well, it's just she looks like Rick and Morty with the, where he's always. Peeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, every Kristen time she Ritter's speak, ghost. She has to cough something up. Kristen Ritter's it's, ghost tries to give him a bad advice. All right, I, I'm on board with that. It's Shakespearean, right? Like, it's really? almost. It's, it's Little Orphan Annie meets Breaking Bad meets King Lear, right? Well, that, ghost that classes the him. thing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I, I was going uh, deep on this one. I think this is one where we could do a lot of social commentary, but also bring in some uh, 
some you know classical t- uh, mythology tones maybe a bit of orwellian considerations of how the state watches yet doesn't help this, no, this child I, I, you had me at Kristen ritter's vomiting ghosts <laughs> really, really wish they would have renewed jessica jones for another <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to have to do that <laughs> Could have happened. Since I don't have anything near that good, my Dallas, my I don't I only have a shitty Dallas runoff uh, blah 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 joke. We're gonna call it Fort Worth. Chad, what do you got? Oh, it's okay. I'll I'll just go for my top one here. So Mortal Kombat just came out today. Uh as we're recording this. Uh, I am going to watch it as soon as we're done with this episode. But I was thinking about this one and we have never gotten the story from the perspective of the event coordinator. <laughs> oh, that's oh true. my goodness. Can it also be played by Kristen Ritter? Sure. Like <laughs> Kristen Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> She's the event coordinator. Oh my God. Planner, that would event be great. It would actually, you could work vomiting into that one too, because, you know, she shows up going, oh, we have to reset this before the day. Is that a human heart? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't J-Lo do one of those, like the wedding planner or something? Isn't there several of those? It's, it's kind of the same thing. Is that where you're going with this? Kind of. And then, she, you know, she'll go to, sh- oh, James, the villain's name, Shao Sung, Shao. Uh, uh, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. Go to, I, go, I don't think we've got enough mortals here. <laughs> Can you really call this mortal comic? Can you that call it? That guy has six arms. He's not a normal mortal. The mortal true. to immortal ratio is way off here, man. It's what like do you one, want me to do? It's like when one of the parties is off and they start inviting people for the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, Johnny I Cage is that. asking for no, for more Don pairing on in his in his room, and we're just out. This is an island. <laughs> you have to get here through a special boat. We don't have access to that stuff. Well, Chad, you leave me to an idea. I, if you get to talk about that, and you get to talk about who's actually doing the event coordinating and the event planning, yeah. I want to know about the actual business procedures in Godzilla versus Kong that caused them to have a billion dollars to build that damned underground tunnel between Florida and china you realize you already went over this on another episode right? i know i'm going back to it though <laughs> oh good it's if we're just doing if no i'm just saying if we're if we're talking about just train of thought consciousness or whatever it's called i want to know that too i don't know <laughs> if about the building of it would be all that interesting but it would yeah. be to me Chad, are you still I mean, complaining about that when we're not around it does drive me crazy <laughs> he, he screamed that it's almost like the great gatsby where gatsby's dead on the pier and he's looking across at the light across the bay except it's joe just standing in his backyard looking at his neighbor's window screaming godzilla it really weirds the neighbor out but he's kind of too concerned to call anybody i haven't best, done that in nights best of times my ass <laughs> Ch- chad with that idea one of the things because you bring up a lot of different things with that Honestly, the rotation, right? I mean, there's some big personalities in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you have two performers and they can't see each other. I mean, I think that the coordinator is interesting, but I've got to imagine that's a whole staff, right? Well, yeah. You would think. Then, yeah, they've got to cater it. And then every time there's a fight, if you think about it, I played the original Mortal Kombat. The stage always looks the same. The skulls at the bottom of the pit of spikes are always in the same place. Well, now, if you kick somebody down there and they land on that, somebody's got to go reset those skulls. 
Yeah. Because it's going to look to... the same for the next fight. And then, you know, there has to be a janitor to sweep up the ashes when Scorpion blows people to smithereens or when somebody gets their skull ripped, their head ripped off their neck. I mean, there has, there has to be one person who's responsible for all Actually, that. Now, now that you've brought it up, Chad, I'm more interested in the custodian movie. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Is it like somebody, sunshine cleaning? Somebody get Carl and the sawdust in here. There's blood and acid everywhere again. Carl, watch it. Don't slip on the ice from Sub-Zero. No, Kano well, I mean, shit himself again. You know, well, the, hey, there has to be, there have to be potties. There have to be porta-potties, right? Oh, These yeah. places usually take place in tunnels and shit and ice and whatnot. Not really. It's not like they're actually having it at, at well, an arena. Well, we're assuming that Goro has a butthole. Assuming By the way, like. you bring up an interesting point, Chad. Which one of About his, his butthole? Which one of his six arms do you think he wipes with? I thought you were going to ask. I thought he was going to ask Master. But I really thought. I thought he was going to say wax with. Well, he could do both sick. technically at the same time. Holy cow! He really could. Of course, I guess we could too. But I'm not that talented. I don't think. Now you get distracted. All of a sudden, the next thing you know, you <laughs> next thing you know, the next thing you know, you're having to take a shower. He could be you doing both and eating a Twinkie at the same time. What? I know nobody's ever thought of this before. I, because it took you, and that should say something. To quote the poets who wrote Ghostbusters, that's a big Twinkie. Hmm. Geniuses. Shakespeare. Me. <laughs> uh, that guy who... Nipsey you, Russell. That's who I was thinking. If you, if you say the ShamWow guy, I'm going to put you square in the throat. But also, it might be accurate. I don't know anymore. I was trying to come up with Nipsey Russell, and it just blanked. For anyway, go so ahead. We've got catering, cleanup, the actual event. Who was actually going to make sure that they've got all those places reserved, right? Oh yeah, because you don't want the catering. I said catering. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't hear you. You don't I said it want. like three times. I don't. What the hell does somebody with no butthole and six arms eat? You don't want Raiden to show up being, hey, I'm supposed to fight a guy, and all of a sudden they'll be like, listen. The, 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 what the, does Christopher Lambert eat, James? There's whatever he wants. <laughs> he's Christopher Lambert. You he doesn't Christopher know. He's Lambert. blind. You like <laughs> well, I was just going to say snails. He's French, right? Well, actually, he's, he, yeah, I mean, he's French-American. Uh, I believe he, his family is from America, but they were in France and he came back to America and when he was older. I think I could be wrong about that, but he was in Long, uh, Long Neck, New York, right? Is where he's uh, went. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, this brings up, and this brings up another interesting point. What? What about the caterer? <laughs> I, literally, though, I mean, the, the, the sheer. Four I times. mean, can you imagine Raiden? Lord of Lightning is there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm ready to do this fight." And it's like, "No, no, no, sorry, we double I booked." No, no, we double booked. The, the Mouskowitz bar mitzvahs today, so you're gonna have to wait a little while. We'll see if they'll let you be in the background, but just shh, shh, very, very, very serious occasion. No, better yet, Raiden refuses to fight because his opponent is wearing rubber boots. <laughs> oh, electricity! I was just going. I was just <laughs> thinking about it. Go. You go ahead and finish. Look, I am, and then watch him back. <laughs> what do you think? Now, you go who's ahead. Who's that guy in the ahead. back? You who's that guy in the back with the weird hat Puzzle and all that stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's my uncle. No, no, not him. The one that has electricity <laughs> pulsing through him. <laughs> 
Uh, for a second, I thought you were doing hey, na, 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 na. <laughs> Who does the music? Because if you were going to do that, you would want some music. You would want some entry music, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and you have what's going You have the, the incidental sounds in the background, right? Like right. fire and all that stuff. You got to have somebody there to be the grip to hold that microphone and pick them up. Right. And just so we get, just so we can go to what's the villain's name again? Shang Tsung? Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. Flawless victory. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds a lot like your Dr. Claw. You got it. Yeah. It sounds sim similar. Hmm. No, so I'd probably watch that show. Like if it was a if it was a sitcom, if it was like a lower decks type show that was on Netflix, I'd, I'd tune into a couple Mortal Kombat catering episodes. Oh, oh, could it be kind of like designing women? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go out and take care of this Goro fellow. <laughs> Andy, is Andy Potts available? Oh, yeah, we can see. I mean, I mean that would be. Ghostbusters Afterlife and Toy Story 4 money maybe dried up. Maybe we can get her cheap. Designing combat. Hold on. Mortal design need. Now, just too many syllables. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the next get a theme song? If Delta Burke wants to do it, she'll do it. Delta Burke. Do, 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 do. That works. <laughs> Test your might. Do, 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 do. design this set do you think do, we do, could get do. her to get gerald mcraney to make a cameo oh my god can he actually can we get him to play goro's father like just have six former arms like stapled to him and be like now son i thought you were gonna go into the military what a disappointment you are i'm gonna go burn deadwood down <laughs> <laughs> oh stream of consciousness james what do you got next well, gentlemen, once again, again, is he talking to us? We can we can look at these classic shows that took place at diners and bars. Cheers, right? Yeah, the famous show, Frasier. Yeah, famous show at a bar. Actually, it had a spinoff with Rhea Perlman for a while too, right? I did not know that. No, I'm pretty sure it did. If I'm wants pretty to sure it. I was not aware of it. It did. It was on while Cheers was on, and then it got canceled. And obviously, she stayed on Cheers. But I'm pretty sure they did have a spinoff. Have to look that up, Chad. Do you know what he's talking about? Uh, I'm looking it up. But anyway, so but you have Cheers. You had when when All in the Family ended, it became Archie Bunker's place because he bought the local bar he went to. There is something about bars and drinking establishments that people love to see in sitcoms. But at the same time, we know full and well that. Cop procedural shows are huge. There's how many versions of Law and Order, NCIS, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead, Chad. The only two spinoffs from Cheers was Frasier and the Tortellis. Yep, which is a Rear Paramount show. Oh, yeah. Her character's name was the Tortellis. Oh, was, uh, what was it? Something Tortellis. Tortelli. But it didn't st star Rhea Perlman. Oh. And it starry What's Her Face that, was her, that played her husband. Dan Hedaya. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Dan Hedaya. Okay, well, there you go. Anyway. I say all that to say, obviously, so bars, restaurants, those are huge shows for sitcoms, but we also know that police procedurals are big. But also, so is nostalgia. So here's my pitch. Who is one of the most famous club slash bar owners in police procedural history? I refer to, of course, Huggy Bear. <laughs> Huggy Bear, so the, it's a show called Huggy Bears, 
and it's all about Huggy Bear, who was an informant on Starsky and Hutch, but he owned this club, which is Bouncing where they go here to and there and everywhere. And so, you know, if you like jive talking, if you like police informants, and if you like shows set at bars, let me sell you on the adventures of Honey, uh, Honey Bear. It's no. also at his, his club. It's you also say Honey Bear or Huggy Bear? Huggy Bear, I'm sorry. Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear. Honey um, Bear is what you call me. So the show will be called Last Called Huggy Bears. And it's basically Cheers meets the police procedure. He's just hanging out. Police come in for information. He's got his underworld friends. And it's all about them just hanging out, coming to get this place, coming to Huggy Bear's place, which is originally called Huggy Bear's, but in later seasons became known as the pit. I don't know why, but I don't want to call it the pit. I want to call it Last Call at Huggy Bear's. I think we can blend together the gestalt. We need a Frasier type character. And, and but but we already have Huggy Bear, uh, so I think we're good there. I think we're good with our bartender, but we or I mean, our our owner. But we need a good bartender. But I think we can make this show work. We'll have the police procedure angle. We'll have the sitcom at a bar angle. I think Last Call to Huggy Bears could get at least three seasons. So it's not going to leave the bar. No, no, it's all in the bar. So I mean, so they all come in and talk about like the first acts. They come in and start the horseshit and the bullshit, and like you wouldn't believe. Tony Three Thumbs lost four of his teeth and then two of his yeah. eyes and then his whole damn head. And then I want outside, though. I mean, you can have the window that shows the outside. There could be police running by shooting and all this stuff. It'll be great. You'll never have to film anything other than just showing outside. And, and the more it's not acknowledged, the funnier it is. Like, I want an episode where somebody's, you know, thrown up against the window of the bar and Huggy's serving drinks, and then their head's blown clean off, and there's blood all over the mirror. This and Huggy doesn't like even acknowledge squad. it. Yeah. I think we can do the same thing, except with that bar motif. The people love the bar and restaurant motifs in their sitcoms. Hmm. I mean, uh, who, who does the voice of Moe? Maybe they can be the bartender. Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Oh, so there you go. Hank Azaria can be Moe. Uh, can be the character. We'll have him be live action, obviously, but we'll have Huggy Bear, and it, it'll be so meta. Hmm. And in the second act, the bad guys come in and drop some information that is somehow yeah. Huggy Bear gets to the good guys, and then in the third act, we hear about how they took him down and shot him in the head. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, but we I never mean, see any action. It always takes place off screen. And for thir- are, are we thinking like a 22, 24 minute? Uh, yeah like, yeah you don't want to you don't want to go that run this too long but the you know the premise will be that huggy bear knows all this information of course yeah but it'll all be played for laughs right you know it'll just be you know who's still in the lawn chairs at the swimming pool or something but then it ends up being people getting killed i mean it'll be just hilarious all right i will sign on if you'll give me one I'm, i've got one request just because you i say love- that we can't have him talking jive no deal no 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 jive talking not only is one of the best songs of all time it won the academy award for best documentary uh, but, i would say same year the highlander won for pretty much best movie of right, all time. pretty much best movie of all time no uh, you have to every time talking. an episode starts begin with the punchline of the joke a different joke and we never hear the rest of the joke Oh, I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, I did this many years ago. But ducks don't take baths, and everybody laughs. Yeah, yeah. What's the rest of the joke? There isn't one. And we do it for everyone. That computer can't wear tennis shoes? I don't know. 
something yeah, like no, that. No, no, no. I don't know, but that pickle sure was cold. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't like that one. I don't know. It I don't doesn't know. matter. I don't know, but this one. When I left it one. here, it was a cucumber. Um, but again, yeah, no, I think that works because I think you know you'll have your 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 smart aleck bartender, which is yeah. a, a classic trope. And Huggy uh, Bear but, every 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 episode, uh, Huggy's place is form, filmed in front of a live studio audience. We got that, and it comes in, see outside the Huggy Bears or whatever. He come in and he goes, I don't know, but that cucumber sure was cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk the detectives we sure did see that guy get run over by a car or whatever yeah i mean and, and you need to have i mean you've got to have some other classic tropes that kind of whore with the heart of gold character you need that in there you need that's going to be played by chad jennings yeah well i mean is that is that too on the nose five dollars make you holler <laughs> <laughs> nope largely too much on the nose at all i told like this largely largely been method acting for, the, for years largely for the pain for the treatment that i'll take after i pay you five dollars that's not a I bad should... one opening either largely i do it for the pain <laughs> just ridiculous i, mean, I shoot again, the heroin between my toes <laughs> i'm just saying last called huggy bears i i three seasons we can make that work Last called huggy bears been filmed in front of a, <laughs> it's been a family's presentation <laughs> meth huggy only bear, took please my put down that knife meth only took my front teeth meth on, i don't know but meth only took my front teeth <laughs> from a live studio audience <laughs> and then she said it wasn't even my child Ooh. that's too close to home bud sorry 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 let's, let's, <laughs> let's not start let's not start that shit on this show or <laughs> <laughs> some things just aren't funny anymore shut up <laughs> oh you think we could get jerry springer to do a couple cameos on oh, last sure. call huggy sure. huggy uh, bears oh sure. that'd be great he can play a judge that comes in there to relax oh he could he could and he he's got to be a crooked judge I don't know. Actually, I, the, well, we could put, cast him way against Top, and he's a saint. I, I, I like, I, I, well, let me change the word from crooked to a lot of gray area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And yeah. then if, if after the second season, it looks like ratings are going to go down, I think Huggy Bear needs that ro robot from Rocky. Uh, Bud, the ratings Rocky? are going to go down quicker than Jenna Jameson. Um, oh, wait, you think she'll do the show? She can Not play. After I've made that comment. She can play like the prosecuting attorney, kind of the Marky Post role. Yeah, they all come from the. They all come from court. They know nobody will bother them at Huggy Bears. They all come down to Huggy Bears after the court's over and drink. You think I we think, can get her think, to do it without spouting all her Trump bullshit? Google it. I mean, that may work. I don't know why she'd hang out at Huggy Bears though. That that may get a little bit complicated. It may get complicated. For those that don't know, Huggy Bear was an African-American male, and as a business owner, that may cause some complications. Yeah. I don't – maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying tolerance, and I, I haven't seen her quotes. I shouldn't say until I've read her quotes. But. Well, she's, she's just a little far to the right political, hmm. which is kind of funny considering her history. What history would that be, Gerald? She was in private parts with Howard Stern. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's pretty liberal. And 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 uh, oh, she was in that one movie, Strippers and versus Zombies. Mm. 
right? Isn't she in that? Isn't she the head stripper? Is Robert England in that? Head stripper. That's a movie. Mm. Oh my God. That needs There's to be There's like about a, a half co- a dozen ways you could go with the title nope. head I've stripper. I've already got head stripper. Now that we're doing the pitch head stripper, head stripper is they have to go to stripper Island, which is exactly what you think it is, but there's only one stripper allowed to leave. It's the mortal combat of strippers who can handle the pole the longest with the friction, who can do stuff like that. I think, I think head strippers would work. Are you saying that Jenna Jameson has the pole position? Now you're being sexist. I think it should be male and female strippers. Oh, that's good. I like that. I like that. I, think, I, mean, I was going to be fair. We that's need to true. Be fair. It, we are a show to about be fair. fair. To, qual- to, to be, be fair. fair. To be fair. To be fair. We are a show about equality. I believe it needs to be both genders. All genders. I personally, because I, 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 I was originally thinking head stripper, if we're gonna, head stripper could be a spinoff of Reanimator. David Gale. We have to or, dig his or, ass up. Or the brain that wanted to die. Yeah. She's in the pan. Poor Dr. Hild. He didn't have much of a job after that, <laughs> that movie. Nope. So, that, I didn't that's, think he's in the that, there you go, there you go Joe. That, that was a great pitch. Head stripper. Do, 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 do. You're welcome. Once All every right. five episodes, I throw something out. All right, Chad, you say you got something else? Yeah, I've got one. I've got one. So, and this has been something that I have complained about on a previous episode. So this is one character who Here we go. never, I really, again. what? Nothing. <laughs> Did you say uh, we need to have a spinoff to the Kentucky Derby? <laughs> what would that anything. even be, I Joe? didn't say a word about Chad's herpes. Go, Chad. Chad. Which one of you is it again? This is one character who I see in the movie, in this movie, and it never, ever gets explained why it is the way that it is and it is the sewer dwelling member of the lollipop guild from wizard of oz <laughs> actually you know, that's a good idea but also um chad you bring up something that always bothers me why does everybody remember the lollip- lollipop guild but nobody remembers the um lullaby league they're just as important they happen to be women why are they not included that's sexist and it's wrong screw you but they don't have anybody come out of the sewer holding a giant lollipop why is that poor man in the sewer why is he why is he segregated from the rest of the lollipop well they let him up chad to sing the song maybe he he immediately goes back down how do you know it's segregation maybe he prefers it and how much fecal matter Maybe in Oz, it's, 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 I'll tell you, it'll matter a lot. <laughs> maybe, maybe in Oz, uh, the sewer is prime real estate. Maybe it runs with soda. And, maybe their and, sewers aren't down there. Maybe we just call it the hole in the ground where we live. Maybe it's like a, a, a munchkin hobbit hole. Yeah. The, but he's oh the my only god now i want a movie where the munchkins and the well, he owns a whole damn town and that and he carries that damn lollipop around to hit people over the head when they say may we borrow some sugar he's the el kabong of the the uh the munchkins el kabong kabong by the way el kabong for you kids please explain know. that to our audience yeah please explain that how can that... people not know el kabong 
was uh, a a horse that hit people with a guitar. I don't know why people don't know that. That's a classic trope. I love the I'm fact that you said guitar with your PhD. Guitar. He is a horse that hit these hit fellers people. with a guitar. He done hit them with a get fiddle. He done it with and hit them. I reckon he did. He, he looks like Quick Girl McGraw. Because fecal matters. But Quick Girl McGraw becomes El Cabong and hits people with a get fiddle. And that makes him El Cabong. I, I've got it. I've got it. Why are you so worried? I'm, so, what, back to the Munchkins. Yeah. It bothers me questions. to know. It bothers me to no end when I see that that whole scene, and then there's this one guy who comes out of the sewer, and it has to be the guy who a is holding the lollipop, and if I'm not mistaken, is the one that actually hands his lollipop to Dorothy. <laughs> First of all, I don't, well, don't remember him no coming out of the sewer. I need to go back and rewatch it, which yeah. is funny because Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies. And Chad, you don't even particularly care for it. No, I do not. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I get it's technically phenomenal, but it is. Just, it is. It's it's it's, it's, it's technically it's still it's 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 it's, it's fascinating. Eighty years later, it just pops on the screen still. But back to what I was about to say. Okay, I get that. The other part I have is about the wicked witch and don't i don't want anybody messaging us who's actually read wicked because that came way after and made up their own shit and their own stories about all this stuff what was she doing to the munchkins by the way actually flip side of that why is she evil why did they why why and, and I have a, actually, who gets I have a, a house dropped on them accidentally and everyone loves that person well supposedly she wasn't the one terrorizing them it was the other wicked witch who the house fell on she yeah, really that's what I'm just, saying. She had no, she had nothing there. She was doing nothing to them. I've she, got she a question just, as well. You, yeah. Y'all have actually brought up something that bothers me. Okay, so the wicked witch shows up. You killed my sister. Blah blah blah. Then Glenda the Good shows up. Yeah, and says, "Oh, you have no power here. Why? Who draws the jurisdiction? Is there somebody's job to be like, okay, your magic stops here, and if you try to use it, it just won't work." And why don't they just have that person draw a circle around her? I mean, now she's powerless. Once again, somebody's read Wicked and all those books and could probably answer all these questions. But my my point, and that's Gregory, what's Greg? McGuire. Gregory McGuire. I get it. It's all written, his ideas later. I just yeah, he's he's filling in the holes. He's creating a new story. Yeah. I actually admire what he does. I, yeah, he and he's very. I admire. Yeah, I've never read them, but it's successful. And Wicked not only did that, and you know, has a Broadway musical. And, but so, Chad, you still bothered by the lollipop out of the sewer? I personally would like to see a movie where it turns out he's actually a chud. <laughs> oh my god! Now, for you folks out there, chuds is an acronym for cannibalistic humanoid underdweller underground dweller yeah chud as opposed to chad which is actually as also what it stands for cannibalistic humanoid anglo yeah anglo dweller he dwells in england most people don't know that look it up yeah chad yeah he zooms in every week from from (laughs) liverpool (laughs) but don't tell don't tell anybody in england he doesn't he's not supposed to be there he doesn't have a, a, a visa or passport or something. I don't know what oh. those people have. All right. What else we got? James, you got another one? I've got I've got one more. And it's because, and Chad, I think, once again, Chad, I'm afraid 
we're going to do this animated, but I'm afraid I'm going to need you in the voice cast for this because let me pitch this. Okay, what's what's the popular trend right now? Wizardry and witches and all of that stuff, right? Well, because we, of Satanism. Oh, yeah, it's big. I mean, Satan is huge right and now. And if they it's get their big. asses to church, you wouldn't have that problem. But keep going. But, but. Damn little Nas X is brewing our country. Nas. Here's the pitch that I have. Imagine... So there's there's witches that live among us. They've been hiding out and stuff. We don't. They have powers, but they try not to use them. They don't want to be exposed to the humans, all of that stuff. But then something happens, some Marvel Comics level event that means oh, the world of magic is thrown into turmoil, and you need somebody to bring this to order, right? And so what are you going to do? You're going to set up a court. What system. are you going to do? You're going to set up a court system to where people have to, if, you, if you're breaking the policy, you're being, exposing the human, you're going to go on trial. That's right. I'm mixing the element of night court with, of course, the only person who could be a judge in this type of environment. I'm talking, we're spinning off Bewitch. Welcome to Arthur's court. <laughs> Uncle Arthur <laughs> is going to put people on trial for breaking the rules of witch, uh, witchcraft. And I'll, I'll uh, that's why I need Do it, Chad. Do the voice. We need it. We need Paul Lynn's voice animated to uh, to to solve these uh, boys. Five hundred dollar fine, boys. <laughs> so, yeah. so we got Uncle Arthur from Bewitch, and it, we mix it with Night Court. You populate that cast with whoever you want, but you know if, if we can somehow work king into the title and make it king arthur's court even better but that being said it's uncle arthur as a judge solving the witchcraft trial problems because they don't want another salem witchcraft trial they know how that goes so well, it's up to uncle arthur to solve this i like the idea i like the idea but i once again i have a condition if for some of you all that don't know paul lynn Joe's was going to talk about his herpes now well no that's a different earlier i don't share my well only when it, <laughs> how special. do you think i got the damn herpes only job. with special folks so back to the herpes paul m was a mean ass drunk yes alcoholic and could be very cruel can we have a little bit of that with oh, so you want to make it a little a little house type flavor in there a little yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. he also has this other instead side of like keep in control. What, what was the pills that he was popping house was popping uh uh oh uh Oc it wasn't oxy it's the percocet uh, percocet oh. so instead of like well this is the three or four percocet scene which is actually how they kind of directed you in the first year of what i heard this would be more like this is a fourth and fifth vodka yeah yeah and so maybe that adds to the story. Yeah, like the behind the scenes. We play it as a comedy, but he also, he's dealing with some stuff. Like he's yeah. trying to stay clean. He's trying, he wants to be a good judge. But of course there's pressures, right? Because well, he, he can't let the Salem witch trials happen. He doesn't want witches killed. He's, but he's got to keep them on the straight and narrow. Uncle King Arthur's court? Oh, well, I, I said Arthur's court. But I mean, if we mm -hmm. could somehow work King into it, because that way it works as a double, you know. So maybe he becomes king of the witches, but then he has to. He also has to run the court. Maybe that's Uncle what we can do. King Arthur's court is now in session. And so, I mean, again, we would need, of course, the entire cast. We would have to have a a, 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 a prosecutor, a defense attorney. We'd have to have bailiffs. We'd have let's to blow have... this up. I don't even know if I can do it. I rule in favor of the plaintiff, boys. Oh, <laughs> I've lost it. You had to have a couple boys. drinks. All right. So here's what I'm thinking. 
because is this your last one, James? I, I've got what I've got a short one, but a yeah, short go one. Ahead. Chad, do you have another? Do you have another one? I've got a few, I think. Okay, okay. Well, I want to blow this up a little bit because I know I don't have a lot of good ideas about this, and I apologize. But I, I thought James was going to give us a bunch of them. We we're going to riff on those, and this is what I'd like to riff on this one. Let's not just stop at Uncle Arthur for this show. Let's bring in a, several other famous comedians or, or at least character people who would normally only do about three or four episodes per season on another show at the same time, late 60s, early 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So who else do you think would be good with that? Oh, oh man. So we're doing Night Court. Yeah. You guys remember Sanford and Son? Yeah. Do you remember Bubba? Yeah. Yeah. Bubba wasn't always there. So we either have Bubba or Grady also be on the show and they're playing the Mac character. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's do Grady. Let's do Grady. Shady Grady. If you're a Sanford and Son fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's so many of the. I mean, literally you could go because he did cameos on a bunch of shows often making no sense, but I love them all. You know, you do Vincent Price, right? Vincent Price popped up on the Brady Bunch for no real reason. He was just in Hawaii. I mean, he is egghead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so there'd be you could do a ton of that. <gasps> we have to have Frank Gorshin on the show. Oh yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Who yeah. will Frank Gorshin play? He could play the Dan Fielding character, and he's always trying to hit on women and men. Yeah, we got to yeah. update it a little bit, Chad. What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm I'm on board so far. He's on board with women and men. You heard it here <laughs> first. Which is but, yeah. Once again, I support Chad's decision. Um, absolutely support. I, I, I think you can have join. all sorts of, I think you can have all sorts of characters like that are trying to compete for the position. Like maybe have, maybe, uh, who's another great person that did tons of 70s and uh, 60s Bob Denver. 70s and 80s. yeah, Bob, De- Bob Denver is Merlin and he wants to be rule the court, right? Because that would yeah. make sense, but they think that he's too, he, he's, he's played out, they think he's played out, so he's always scheming to get to get Arthur's place, right? I think that'd be great. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. And it plays a little bit on Bob Denver being such a nice guy. We can make him yeah. kind of an asshole in this. Yeah. Stoned all the time. All the time. Country road. <laughs> Take me to the reefer. It's not really funny, uh, but it's probably accurate. Actually, you know, that, that, that there's... Uh, yeah, Bob there's Denver so did, love his, did love his ganja. Is that There's, true? I actually really didn't. That know. is completely true. Bob Denver was always that doesn't stoned. shock me. Bob, yeah. maybe, maybe if he took a few more flag lessons. Sorry. You're thinking of John Denver, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of John Denver. You I've been sure thinking are. of John Denver the whole time. You have been. I have been thinking of John Denver the whole time. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, Bob Denver started... is the evil Merlin. I absolutely, and you're right. Bob Denver did love his ganja. He died you, in West Virginia, right? Yeah. When you started singing John Denver, I'm like, is he? I think he's doing this as a joke. But no, you no. started going on, and you were being dead serious. I was dead serious. I was thinking of John Denver the whole time, and I was like, did John Denver really like his weed? I mean, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm sure he John did a Denver movie got... with Jessica Tandy. Yeah, John Denver toked every now and then. I'm sure, but Bob Denver toked. Bob Denver did love his. That is, oh, act- that oh. is accurate. <laughs> Oh, can we get Zero Mostel as a pimp? <gasps> Perfect. I just, there's the, I, 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 and, and I, uh, you know, there's, it, we got to find a role for James Gardner too, but. James Gardner's a little too big for this series. Well, I know. James Gardner I can... was a leading man. 
you know, he had all those shows and those movies. I, I, sorry, I haven't poo-pooed on any of your ideas yet. No, no, that's, that's all again, the shitty ones that you've already said. But this, once again, when these take off, and you're like, I wish I would have been. When these take off, dead. and we're unable to cast any of those people, can you see us at the cast? They're all dead. Can, can you just show me who the hell here is Bob? I'm like, I say John Denver again, and it's a room full of John Denver. Folk. <laughs> Damn it, Joe! We said Bob, Bob Denver. We demand George Kennedy be in this project. <laughs> if Billy Barty ain't on set tomorrow, we Billy walk. Barty, oh my god! <laughs> oh, only I want him in that Masters of the Universe makeup. <laughs> right, he's the king. Guy, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. oh. All right. All right. What's your next one, Chad? All right. I'm trying to figure out which one to do because some, some of these just came off the top of my head. All right, let's do this one. So there's a book. And yeah. this book has caused all kinds of problems for it has to be anybody. The Necronomicon. It's the Necronomicon. Thanks okay. for ruining the setup. Oh, I joke. thought he was going to say the Bible. <laughs> I don't think I ruined it. I, th- I, think, I think most the, of our audience were going to, going to I think, the Bible. I think funny. the Bible probably causes more issues than the Necronomicon. Look up uh, the Crusades. <laughs> that's about money but keep going so the necronomicon <laughs> has caused problems for anybody who's opened it up and read it we need a story about the guy who actually proofread the necronomicon <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you got me <laughs> now here you said the wham of god did you mean lamb <laughs> <laughs> and every time he corrects up something horrible happens to him <laughs> You could you could have a whole scene that's right out of life of Brian where he's correcting where he's co- correcting where he's correcting the Latin. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Go as blessed are the cheesemaker. It's a metaphor for all dairy. Um, you said yeah. clacto. <laughs> it's clacto, not clack dough. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! I, no, I think you're right. By a lot of demons. I think you're right. That would be great. Now, when you said that you would pour uh, the, the 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 spike in the eye, uh, you put pike. Is it pike or spike? Now, if it is pike, do you mean the fish or do you mean we're gonna have to get to? We need clarity. <laughs> I can't help but now. Are we gonna use MLA or a, a, APA citation at the end of this? Because if you're quoting a demon, <laughs> and then he can go off on the whole no, O positive is a lot easier to read than A positive. <laughs> what are you doing? What font do you want this blood poured in? Wait, we're binding. We're binding it in what now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you want a special edition? <laughs> Limited print. It turned my wife into a flying, screeching demon. I noticed no well, more so. <laughs> oh no! Actually, that's great. I would actually, I yeah, that would I would actually totally watch that movie. So we need a prequel, and it just needs to be about the proofreader of the Necronomicon. I think that is a an award winning script. Yeah, I agree with you. Most people would just say we'll do a prequel about the making and writing of the Necronomicon, not you, sir. You took it a whole step far going, nope. there's got to be somebody proofreads this. Because for every book's re- written, there has to be a proofreader. Proofreader. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. 
James, uh, you got something else? I was about to say, I don't have anything else to add to that. In the back of my mind, actually, I just kind of, what do you mean you're going to just switch it to publish it through Create Space? I don't know if Amazon's going to do that. Well, it's print to order. Yeah. 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 Self-published. <laughs> we, got, we got another order. Somebody get me more blood. Anyway, uh, I've got, this is just for you, uh, Joe. I, I, we mentioned the Jefferson. All right. I'm about. Good night. <laughs> He's going to go watch Wait. the... He's going to go. I, get, go I got to go watch Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. We mentioned the and Jeffersons, go and and of course mom. they moved on up, right, to that to the east side apartment in the sky. I, I. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Moving on up. Now, Joe, they were the neighbors of the bunkers, and and they owned a dry cleaning service, and they moved up. They their their serve their dry cleaning service made a lot of money. They decided to move out of the bunkers neighborhood move to the Upper East Side much more. I posit this question. What if you had somebody living in the middle class suburbs and they had to move into the lower class suburbs? But what family could we put this on? What sitcom family have we not heard from that that we could have move to the inner city because of some shift in their socioeconomics? And Joe, just for you, automatically thought of the Achmonics. Oh, I was actually watching Alf the other day. So we they they've been living next to the Tanners. Something happens. All of a sudden, they have to go from this kind of middle class suburb where there's an alien next and door. And the Achmonics are the older couple who live next to the Tanners. The Tanners are the ones that Alf lives with. For anybody out there who, why would you? Yeah, they, is that? it their is it their son or grandson? The kid. Am I remembering that correctly? Is there a kid? Uh, maybe later. Yeah, I think they did. You know what? Shit, James. It's all went. My kid, there was a my kid kid's ball. watching it now, and I, honestly, there's an episode or two every once in a while that I don't remember. And then he shit on Ghostbusters two the other day, and I got I didn't get pissed, but I was like, "Hey, wait a tick." Well, anyway, uh, I mean, the fact that you're a failure as a father, anyway. But the point, <laughs> listen, you didn't need a news article anyway. Yet. So the Achmonics have to move to the inner city, and I mean like the inner city Compton, and that's going to be the show. They thought it was weird when they were spying next door and they might catch an alien or an alpha always had to hide. Well, now they're next door to a meth den. By the way, you're thinking of... You're thinking of... Achmonic is going to get shift. You're thinking of Jack Jake Achmonic. He only lasted... But was he their grandson or son? He was, or... I think he was the grandson. He okay. only lasted how long, Chad? You broke up Fif- 15 episodes. Yeah, and they I, also... I, they also the other person who knew about him was uh willie's therapist and uh kate's uh mom okay but i knew there was a kid involved so yeah so you know grand uh, grandparents have to move with their one child into the inner city next to a meth den because of socioeconomic and it just happens to be the achmonics that's where we start the spinoff will they find another alien or a bunch of dead bodies who knows bunch of dead bodies so tune in this fall to the Achmonics. All right, I like the other two better. I I did that just for you. I, I wanted to get an Alf spinoff for you. This was all for you, Damien. I just wish they'd have finished the damn show. All we ever got was that two-hour crappy TV movie. Yeah, where he uh, he yeah. he's got and he said Tanner's. Yeah, he's basically at Area Fifty One. Interesting, interesting fact about the Achmonics. The 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 husband, uh, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Do you know who he play, who played him? I, I I mean he's in uh, the original Odd Couple. He's a character actor, but I can't. John think of his name LaMotta. Now. 
And if that name sounds familiar, he is actually the nephew of Jake LaMotta. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know he was the nephew of him, but he's he's a character actor, right? He was in, if you look him up on IMDb, I'm almost positive he's in the original, he's in the Odd Couple film too. Let's see. It was, it was, it was Trevor and Raquel Achmonic. I am not seeing the Odd Couple on this list, Joe. Huh? Maybe I got that wrong. I am totally. He was an American Ninja though, as Ronaldo. That's 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 um, he was, and he's also in Running Scared as the evidence officer. <laughs> now, we're talking about the Running Scared from the 80s with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines, right? Yeah, the almost unwatchable movie, yes, Running Scared. I don't remember it was, being that bad. Oh, it's terrible, really. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, it was, it was hard to get through. Have oh, he's also in. He, I tried watching it recently. I could. Oh, not I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. I don't remember. It he's also in the great, great 1998 film, The Godson. That would be Rodney Dangerfield with the man we dedicated a whole episode to because he's worth it. Um. No. And by the way, we got that just Frank on Doctor Louis' name. And before before we go on and get off this topic, but uh, I know our one of our listeners is screaming at the top of his lungs. Yes, Mick. He was in Electric Boogaloo too. <laughs> oh, and more breaking to Electric Boogaloo. He he played the character that is referred to tons of times in Frasier, but rarely seen. He's Duke. Oh, his dad yeah. always talks did about he play Duke at the the for the bar? His dad went to his bar, right? Yep. Joe farted. Yeah, I farted again. This stupid chair. I thought Duke was an African American, huh? Well, he's credited as Duke in in, an, in, in two Frasier episodes. So hmm. there you go. I, I, I may have remembered that wrong. All right, Chad, what else you got? All right, I'm going to go with a family film. Yes. Uh, Pixar had two great films with, uh, well, Ever. Not, my, not two of my personal favorites, but Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. But they want to take that, that animation style that they developed for underwater creatures and i think they would love to make a movie about jaws's mother why jaws's mother because <laughs> she's raising him raising this sweet little boy <laughs> and then all of a sudden they oh, made a prequel get... about J- jaws it's called jabber jaws they just <laughs> never got to finish it to see what turned him bad yeah, he got a concussion. Got a He was concussed. Those those teenage musicians he hung out with betrayed him. Quint, very Shakespeare. Quint hit him with a propeller on his boat. <laughs> Watch where you're going with your motorboat propellers. <laughs> no, actually, Chad, you bring up. They don't great... just hurt manatees, which have it coming. Manatees are such not big, nice big. Fa- oh man, not man. <laughs> or as I like, like to refer to them, to my wife. Are you sure God still wants them to exist? <laughs> By the way, Chad, you bring up an interesting idea of Pixar doing films because actually there was one thing that I was trying to figure out and it would have to be a Pixar film. I think it's long overdue. I think the kids are clamoring for it. I think we need to do this because if you know anything about kids, oh, well, you all have kids. What do your kids come home and what's the first thing that they say they want to watch when they get home? That's right, Beretta. <laughs> we need Pixar to do the story of the cockatoo. Cockatoo, yeah. Isn't that called like, Rio? No, no, that's that's nothing like what Beretta. This or is that a blue McCall? I don't know. And, I, don't, and, I actually don't like birds. Neither do I. I, I don't really either. don't. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I 
birds. They're like, I mean, they're my least favorite thing that poops on my car. Chad, you're number three. Uh, woo! Man, Chad, I mean, that's something, right? You're not even. Uh, no, no, I'm. What's I'm, number I'm, two? There's a damned turtle. <laughs> Tomorrow so I'm eating a whole pot. The physics. I'm eating a whole pot roast and a bag of prunes, and I'm going to James' house. Space turtles. It's they get me every day. I don't uh, think no. we've ever talked about this. I didn't realize the three of us didn't like birds. No, no, but I, you know, if you know anything about Beretta, Meg Foster did a couple episodes. It's a great show. The actor went on to sainthood, actually. Nobody ever talks about him anymore because he's well known for his saintly behavior. He's, that more, being, he's, he's better known for his role in Money Train. Well, that being said, also, it's got one of the best uh, theme songs of all time by Sammy Davis Jr., one of the greatest entertainers, and I'm not even saying this sarcastically, of the 20th century. Keep your eye on the sparrow. That being said, we need to know that cockatoo story. How did he meet Beretta? Was he part of an illegal arms uh, trading thing or illegal animal smuggling ring? And Beretta finds him and he helps Beretta free the other animals. Pixar, we could make this happen. I mean, I don't know who owns the right to Beretta, but we can make it happen. You got that Pixar money. Let's do it. Yeah. Keep your eye on the sparrow when the going All right. gets narrow. All right, what else we got? I've, I've got two more, James. If you, if, you, if you got any more, we can wrap it up. Go, you do one of yours and I'll, uh, I'll come up with something off the cuff. All right. Um, off the cuff. Let's talk about this poor man, this janitor, and the day after Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> I mean, they got more than just a janitor coming in there. I think you're going to have to get some HVAC people. You're damn sure going to need a roofer. I think it's important that that man gets a raise the next day for the, the, the shit he's going to yeah, well, hold on now you you've got you got one piece of the puzzle he's got to pick up a shit ton of glass i'll give you that somebody's going to cut their foot but and all that spilled cocaine I'll, I'll get that for them don't worry <laughs> i'll come in and do that he'll do that first and then finish the other job really finish fast really fast i'll have a roof back on that some bitch you should see me <laughs> you should see me shingle nakatomi on cocaine <laughs> The only thing I couldn't replace was the fire hose. <laughs> so, you know, you think about that. So they have to have a roofer and some HVAC people. I'm not being sarcastic, right? You got to have somebody clean up. What else? They're they have to have, have an office. They have to, they have to go buy a whole new office supplies. They're going to have a lot of water damage from the fire that was there and the sprinklers and that it's a building. It goes down. We James and I have worked in, in high rise buildings. That, before the sprinklers. And that poor gardener out front. Yeah, the helicopter and his damn police car has got to be moved. Yeah, they got a whole lot of mess. That there needs to be a spinoff. Oh, elevator repair, man. Oh, there's a whole shaft got blew to hell. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to do all that Steve to get all up early. Oh my god! You start doing lines from Letter Kitty. No, I need to stop doing lines from Letter Kitty. But back to. Actually, not as much as you need to stop doing lines of cocaine. Not, right. about you, if I've got it, once again, $100 bill, I've got them in rails here. Please help me out. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> All, right. All right. I got the beard. I could be fat. What's his name? What's that character's name? The one that sells, basically sells them out. Oh, Jesus. 80s dude. I know. I no, forgot it his wasn't name. Jesus. Je you Jesus gets sold That was the other bearded guy. <laughs> that was the socialist. 
Oh, we're losing viewers left. <laughs> they should Google it. All right, James, you, you got one more? I got, one, I got more. one more. It just popped into my head. I think, I think this needs to be. So you all both are fans of a franchise, uh, a show was a cartoon for a while. A couple movies came out of it, but we never get the full gestalt of this background characters. We need to do the prequel that tells the story of the Crypt Keeper when he was alive. Yeah, that'd be cool. BC. Oh, that'd be awesome. We'll call that's it, not even a joke one. That's amazing. No, no. It's we'll a call it BC. It stands for before Crypt Keeping. Uh, and it's going to <laughs> And be- you ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> I do that BC. a lot. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and, and had to have pitched that. That's too damn good not to have been pitched before. It, it's the story of, in my mind, he's a librarian obsessed with preserving old tales. And we said it during... The, because he's decayed in modern day, so he's been dead for a while. We said it during Frederick Wortham. We actually based it in reality where EC Comics was attacked for, and he's trying to preserve the stories, and he, he gets pushed. To, he's trying to store up these stories to hide them, to preserve them, which is why in death he has to constantly tell these stories. Was, was it the burning of Persia? I can't remember. With the, what's the library where we lost most of man's... Uh, Alexandria? Alexandria? Was it the burning of Alexandria? I'm sorry. I was thinking about that, and he was there, and through the centuries, he's grown more and more pissed and collects stories of people, and they're getting their come up. Oh, that'll work, too. I just like... No, up. no, it's just funny. We're both going the same way. But by the way, he was talking about a couple of cartoons. It came made into some movies, and I was sitting there going, "He's going to do the Flintstones." I thought he you, honestly, I thought he was going to do Rambo. <laughs> I thought he's going to do the Flintstones. This is how oh my god, this is. Hold that's on, hold the on, other story. We'll tell. Let me tell you the character you were going to talk about: the dinosaur garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like, "That's what he's going to do. He's going to do the Flintstones. It's going to be the dinosaur that's the garbage disposal under the sink." It's it's story. a living. I, you know, by the way, I, and, and, and I know this is sacrilege on some level because I love the Simpsons, but I never was a huge Flintstones fan. Neither was I. I preferred the Jetsons. I know. I, I liked it as a kid. I don't, I, big fans, probably a whole other. No, I, didn't, I, I was listening to an interview with Joe Dante the other day. I didn't realize he was the first, he was, that's who they wanted to direct the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he kept turning it down. Because he wasn't a Flintstones fan. He said, you need to find somebody who actually has Flintstone soap in their bathroom. Somebody who actually really loves it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, no, so that would be my pitch. Was I, I, how did the Crypt Keeper end up? Because he's dead. We know he's dead. We know he was a human. How did he end up being the keeper of all these stories? And so no. that's, uh, I would love that's to do good, that that's show. A, actually, no, I, that's I, a limited series that I would love to do. HBO Max, call me up. Though I know right now there's some legal issues about Crypt Crypt Keeper and Tales from yeah, the Crypt. They're not on HBO Max, which is a big disappointment. Tales from the Crypt's not on HBO Max. Nope. Uh it's it's an entire rise thing because they created technically the Crypt Keeper for that. Well, that version of the Crypt Keeper. Because the old comic version of the Crypt Keeper is just an old guy, right? Right. Yeah, he's just an old guy. Because which he's you an see actual Crypt Keeper. I mean, it was somebody that watched the cemetery at night. Well, I just like the idea of him being in all the dark occult and being a librarian. I think that's good. I just would. Blame that is an amazing film. I don't even. Uh, we're rapping on that one. I'm not going to even talk about my last one. So see, I have lame. ideas, folks. Call me up. You had one I mean, good idea. Hey, hey, making sad I, that would was, be an excellent expose. That's better um, than any I had. I wanted to do about the dinosaur, the garbage disposal, <laughs> and John Denver. 
on Gilligan's Island for on some Gilligan's god Island. awful reason. I just no I'm now picturing I'm now picturing that dinosaur at the unemployment office. Well, here's the role, here's the jobs we got for you. They started. <laughs> Say it one more time, Chad. It's a living. <laughs> it's a living. They started composting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got, folks. Oh. So these are all spinoffs we would lovingly do. Call us up, Hollywood. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and message us there, and we will get back to you because we'll be shocked somebody messaged us. You can, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're on all three. You can feel free to message us, and I'll eventually, or one of us will get back to you and say, holy cow, why are you talking to us? That's weird. All but right. These are our ideas, famous people. Let's make them happen. This has been Bonehead Weekly. Grrrr. <sighs>